Welcome to today's program. This is our regular daily program, but I'm not in my normal set because we are really in an emergency situation and we need your help. I know that you're sitting in front of the television and you're watching what's going on in our part of the world, but you're watching it from the other side of the world. We're watching it from right here and in a very real way, Denise and Paul, it feels like it's happening right in our backyard. And because we have embraced Russian speakers and Ukrainian speakers for 30 years, we're talking about people that we love. On both sides of the border, this is our spiritual family. And because for 30 years we have built our ministry without taking a political position. Now when everybody's in trouble, it doesn't matter that we live in Moscow, they're all reaching out to us for prayer. And just in the past few days, we've had 10,000s of prayer requests. And just before we sat down on the set to film this, I called our director in Kiev and I said, tell me about your day, tell me about your night. She said, hey, I was up till midnight. She said, answering prayer requests online with people. And this is a moment when we need to be here. People have said, are you all safe? They've heard that the U.S. Embassy has told all Americans to get out of Russia. And people have asked, what can we do to help you right now? Well, these are three really good questions. And Denise, I'm so thankful that people are asking, are we okay and are we safe? Well, look at us. Here we are. We're safe. We're doing great. We're in the will of God and we're living in the promises of the 91st Psalm. Hallelujah. Mm. We're safe. And as far as leaving Russia, where would we go? This is where we're called. Amen. The Apostle Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, preach the word, be instant, in season and out of season. The Greek says, eikairos, eukairos. It means you stay at your post when times are good and you stay there when times are bad. Well, right now, we're kind of having a bad moment. That's when we're needed. The word of God is needed in every single season. And what kind of a message would it send to people we teach faith if we packed our bags and headed for the hills. That is the wrong message. We are needed right here. This is our post. This is our assignment. And you need to know that if you're a partner with this ministry, you're partners with people that are very, very committed to what God has called us to do. We're not running from our post. And right now, we have a magnificent opportunity to show up with gospel help in the form of a relief package. And that's what we have in front of us. Mm -hmm. These are packages which we're going to provide to people who have been displaced from their homes. More than 150,000 people have fled to the east. Now, nearly a million have fled to the west. Plus, people are displaced all over Ukraine, most of them leaving so quickly that they left just with their clothes on their back, grabbing their important documents and running and they don't even know when they're going to get to go back home or if they're ever going to go back home. And they're living in a very hopeless situation filled with fright. And this is our opportunity to show up with a relief package, a gospel package, which really represents the love of God. And in every one of these boxes, there are 20 meals. And for $60, you can provide an entire box of food and personal hygiene supplies for people who really don't have that right now. They don't have that. And if you can't give a full $60, well, it's $3 a meal. You can give $3. We can all do something. And you know, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 28, 
verse 27, that if you do something for people who are in need, God will see to it that you will never have lack. That is amazing. And in Proverbs chapter 31, verse 9, we are told to plead the cause of the poor and the needy. And that's what we're doing. And my friends, if you followed our ministry for decades, you know that Rick and Denise and our family have never done what we're doing right now. Never. This is the first time we've ever said we're in an emergency situation, but we are. And that's why we're here appealing to you for the poor and the needy. We need your help so we can help them. And right from where you are, you can go online or give us a call. We'll walk you through the process. You can give a gift that will transform someone's life and bring hope to them right now. Maybe you can give $3, $60, $600, $6,000. Hey, you have ears to hear what the Holy Spirit will tell you to do. You just need to do whatever he's telling you to do. And when you reach out to us, you can be sure that you won't leave us before you have really been prayed for because we are a praying ministry. We're going to ask God to bless you, to heal you, to touch your family, to multiply your gift. So when you reach out to us, be sure to be ready to let us know how to pray for you. And I want to tell you that this week, every day this week, we're offering my book for free, my book, which is called Signs You'll See Just Before Jesus Comes. Jesus numbered a list of signs that we would see just before he comes. And now we're seeing those signs. It's happening right in front of us. And again, you're watching it on your TVs. It's happening in our backyard. And Paul, we were talking earlier that we have people in our church with relatives in Ukraine. We have a lot of staff in Ukraine. And it's amazing to me, they're not just running for the hills. They've grabbed their computers and they're working remotely because this is our moment. You know, you have to recognize moments. And this is a moment when we can shine. When darkness is really dark, that's when the gospel shows up the brightest. And this is our moment to shine the light of the gospel and be available to people that are reaching out to us by 10,000s. Paul? We have over 200 employees in this part of the world, including Russia and the Ukraine. And everyone on both sides of the border right now is experiencing some kind of pain, some kind of stress. Of course, the people in Ukraine right now are feeling it very, very personally. But the majority of people in our staff have relatives in Ukraine. They're literally on the phone every day talking to their friends. And you can't even imagine the stress that people experience here when they can't get a hold of their, of their relatives. Oh, it's amazing. I spoke to a church member just the other day. She sent her daughter to Kiev just before all this began because they're Ukrainian citizens and she needed to get her passport updated. She sent her daughter to Kiev and all this started. Her daughter plays on the bass guitar in church in Moscow every single week. Mm -hmm. And... She asked the whole church and the home group that she's involved in to pray. And recently she said that her daughter was able to get out of Kiev. Now she's hoping that her daughter will get to Poland and then perhaps from Poland some way back to Moscow. Uh, spoke to someone else last week, a father of five children. A wife, also Ukrainian citizen, went to Kiev just before this began. They live in Moscow. They're very happy in Moscow. They uh, went to, she went to Kiev just before this began, also for document reasons, to get her passport updated or something else. And then all this began. She got stuck. 
She ended up having to walk to the border, walk across the border. It took her days. And finally, she was able to get back to Russia, and their family was reunited. But this is affecting people all over, and it's very personal. For us, it's not just a news story. No. It's really touching our lives. And because Denise and I and our family have worked in this part of the world for 30 years, we have relationships all over this part of the world, in every part of this world, and all of them are really in a very catastrophic situation. But we can do something about it to help people that have been displaced. Just imagine if you grabbed your clothes, a few papers, a few documents, and just fled. You didn't know where you were going to go. You didn't know if you were ever going to come back home. You didn't have anything to eat. You don't even have any personal hygiene items with you. And then suddenly, someone shows up with a box providing those things and in the box is also a Bible. We're not just giving food that is perishable, we're giving them something eternal. And a book written by me about how to get saved, and a plastic-coated copy of the 91st Psalm that they can carry with them everywhere they go and literally hide in the promises of Psalm 91. But you know, Denise was talking to me about how it's an opportunity for us to be like first responders. Denise, would you please comment about that? Well, I was thinking about first responders. I mean, we all know about that. We all deem them as heroes. Those that were 9-11, we deem them as heroes. Those that run into running, uh, burning buildings, forced on fire, they're first responders. And this is our opportunity to be a first responder. And I, as you were talking a while ago, Rick, you said something about the love of God. And it's the love of God in our hearts that the Bible says by the Holy Spirit, when we got born again, it's all over our heart by the Holy Ghost. And we're just responding and you responding out of that love of God that's in your heart. We are being first responders from that place of love that God put in our heart. And Denise, we have responded so quickly to this situation that people are already on site in the process of delivering this humanitarian help, this relief packages. We're already doing it. So this is not something we're talking about doing a month from now. We are there on the ground because the moment is right now. This is an emergency. It is an emergency. You know, we always say, if you could just touch somebody, if you could just touch them, lay your hand on them, what that ministers to them. Well, you, we can't touch them with our hands, but you can touch them with this blanket. You can touch them with this can of corn. You can touch them with this personal hygiene. You think, oh, that's not much, but they don't have anything. So little is much when you don't have anything. Amen. Andre, we want to welcome you to today's program. This is Andre Vasiliev. He is the director of IGNC, which is the Internet Good News Church. We have 200,000 people who participate in our online church who speak Russian and Ukrainian all over the planet. It's a very big online church. It's one reason why we have a team of about 200 staff members, it takes a lot of people to minister to 200,000 people. And Andre, I want you to say a word. Добрый день, я прошу прощения, моего английского недостаточно, чтобы говорить на английском. И поэтому Павел будет меня переводить. 
Мы читали Евангелие от Матфея много-много лет, 24 глава, где написано, что будут военные действия, будут We've read Matthew chapter 24 many, many times over the past years, and we heard that there will be wars and rumors of wars. Там, где будет народ на народ. And we saw where it will be nation against nation. Но мы не понимали, что это будет происходить прямо с нами. Это будет прямо здесь. But we didn't understand that we would be seeing it happening here. Конечно, к этому нельзя подготовиться, но я верю, что все, что делал пасторик на протяжении на последние 30 лет, сейчас это фундамент для того, чтобы мы могли служить людям еще больше. И я благодарен пастору Рику прямо сейчас за многие вещи, но, во-первых, сейчас я благодарен Благодарен ему и его семье за то, что они не уехали отсюда. Они находятся здесь, прямо вот в центре всего, что здесь происходит. Это they're помогает нашей команде служить. Мы уже говорили, что у нас команда здесь, в Москве, у нас команда, в том числе, прямо сейчас находится в Киеве, в Украине. И чтобы было, ну, наверное, еще больше понятно, я русский, и я украинец. У меня есть родственники здесь, и есть родственники в Украине. И почти все люди нашей команды находятся в такой ситуации сегодня. И я благодарен пастору Рику за его очень строгую позицию сейчас. Мы выбираем Божье Царство. Мы выбираем сторону Иисуса Христа и Его Царство. Самого первого дня мы начали молиться о людях. From the very first day we started praying for people. И из-за этой позиции пастора Рика нам пишут люди со всех сторон, из Украины, из России. И мы служим людям, и уже столько чудес благодаря молитвам происходит. Один мужчина, мы его знаем лично, это брат кого-то из нашей команды. Мы молились за его безопасность, за безопасность его семьи. Он должен был появиться в здании в 12 часов дня. He was supposed to show up somewhere specifically at 12 o'clock. Его задержали, и он опоздал на 10 минут. He was held up, and he was 10 minutes late. И когда он приехал, здания уже не было. And when he showed up 10 minutes late, the building where he was supposed to be was already gone. 10 минут назад туда попала бомба. Bomb fell where he was supposed to be at 12 o'clock. И там все горело. And everything was burning. Представьте себе, вот сегодня... Сегодня сколько людей не погибнет благодаря тому, что команда молится конкретно о людях, которые просят их поддержать. Еще одно свидетельство. Нам написала женщина в Телеграм, и команда в Москве получила ее молитвенное обращение и начали молиться. Женщина находилась в Киеве, она услышала военные действия, и у нее паника, и она не знает, что делать, и она просит помолитесь за меня. Я в панике, я не знаю, что делать. 
Команда молилась за нее и молилась о водительстве Святого Духа над ее жизнью. И наша команда из Москвы передала ее номер телефона человеку, кто в Киеве прямо сейчас сидит и обзванивает людей. И наша команда из Москвы передала ее номер телефона человеку, кто в Киеве и когда наш человек в Киеве позвонил ей, она уже находилась в безопасном месте, бомбоубежище, и она плакала. И она сказала, вы единственные люди, кто мне позвонил и кто помог мне сейчас. Все это благодаря тому позиции, которую занимает пасторик сегодня. Мы занимаем Божье Царство, и мы его представители. И сейчас люди спрашивают, а что мы еще больше можем делать? Потому что мы реально видим поток людей, которые остались без дома, без семьи, без машины, без жилья, в руках только несколько вещей и документов, и негде жить. Я верю, что именно Дух Святой побудил всю команду сейчас заниматься проектом помощи этим людям. Это наш внутренний ответ на то, что внутри нас Божье Царство, и мы готовы помогать людям. И мы уже отправили команду, которая прямо сейчас находится на месте, где поток беженцев. И мы включили в команду не только людей, которые могут раздавать продукты, но и людей, которые могут евангелизировать. And we're distributing all of this relief through the church in these conflictive regions. This is the work of the church. And because we've been here so long, we know who to work with. We know who is reliable. We know that what we're doing really is taking place. You can trust us. And my friends, please help us. We're pleading the cause of the poor and the very needy, according to Proverbs chapter 31, called Signs You'll See Just Before Jesus Comes. And I want to read something to you from this. In Matthew 24, 7, Jesus was teaching about signs we'll see at the end of the age. And he says, nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Well, that is truly amazing. And in this verse, Jesus used the word shall twice, which was speaking in a futuristic sense, not to events that were already happening at that time, but he was pointing to the end of the age. And the words rising against describes upheavals, confusion, disorder, turmoil, and instability that will stir across the world at the very end of the age. It depicts a seething among the nations as an authenticating sign that we're nearing the end of the era and the soon 
return of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jewish rabbis taught that in the time just before the coming of the Messiah at the end of the age, conflicts and wars would be stirred up in the world, and the rabbis declared that when we see kingdoms rising against kingdoms in one realm against another realm, it would be a signal to expect the imminent arrival of the Messiah. And these rabbinic teachers correctly predicted that chaos would emerge and increase among the nations as a precursor to the end of the age and the coming of the Lord. And that's where we are. But you know, there's something wonderful that Andre referred to, and that is the leading of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And we are being led by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said this in John chapter 16, verse 13, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all the truth. And that word guide is the Greek word hodega, from the Greek word hodas. The word hodas is the word for a road. But when it becomes the word hodega, like it's used here, translated guide, it describes a tour guide or one who leads you on an excursion. Well, if you've ever been on a tour, you know that the tour guide knows all the sites. He's already been out front. He knows where to go. He knows where not to go. What's interesting, what you should avoid. That's because he knows everything. And now Jesus says that if we'll trust the Holy Spirit, he'll be our tour guide. Guess what? He knew all of this was going to happen. He's not taken by surprise. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. He knows what's going to happen day after tomorrow. And Denise and I and our team, we are listening to the Holy Spirit. And because we're listening to him, we're right on time. He knows what's going to happen today. He knows what's going to happen one hour from now. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow and next week. And when we listen to him, he's like a tour guide. He says, hey, you've never been in the future, but I've already been there. I know everything that's going to happen. So let me take you by the hand and I'll guide you. And we're following the guiding work of the Holy Spirit. And that's why we're providing this relief package. And my friends, please just go online or give us a call right now. We'll walk you through the process of how you can be involved in meeting the needs of people that have been displaced. And a lot of them are our brothers and our sisters in Christ. And at the same time, we have a second need that is very, very urgent. The ruble has collapsed. We're watching the economy here just spin out of control. So many sanctions against Russia and building materials are just skyrocketing. And we're right in the middle of a building project to finish our TV studio, and we need to wrap it up as fast as we can before the prices double. And my friends, I am not exaggerating when I say the prices could double so quickly. They're already increasing day by day. And we need to buy all the materials to finish the inside of the studio. The building is standing. It's got a roof. It's got windows. It's got doors. It's beautiful. But in the inside, it's not complete. We need to buy those building materials for the interior before it's too late. We need to do it, and we need to do it right now. And it's not about buildings. No, no, no. That building is an anchor for the proclamation of the teaching of the Bible and the gospel. That's what it's about. From that building, the gospel is going to be piped into people's homes and into their gadgets and into their devices. Think about it right now. People sitting in bomb shelters, in subways, in their dachas out in the country. They're in their road, uh, walking on the road. They're in their cars trying to go somewhere else. 
and they've got their phones open listening to us. In fact, the numbers of people listening to us just in the past week is off the charts because people are reaching out to us for help. And that's why we need to finish the studio. This is going to all pass. One of these days it's going to pass. I don't know when, I don't know how quick, but it's going to pass. And the work of the gospel continues, and we need to wrap it up as fast as we can. Now, we have two major projects. First, and most important of all, we need to provide these relief packages to people that are in need. And I'm really appealing to you from my heart, please be a part of this with us. Would you please be a first responder? We need you right now. And number two, if it's in your heart to do it, please give a special gift right now to help us get ahead of the curve on all of these escalating prices so we can do the work of the gospel and do it on a budget that is reasonable and not have to pay these escalating prices. And you know, Denise, if we have to do this by ourselves, it's going to be tough. We'll do it because we're going to do what God has called us to do. But if everybody would join together and become a part of the giving team to do this, we can wrap this thing up and call it a victory. We can finish that building and we can provide thousands and thousands of meals to people that are really in need of food and basic products. And Denise, again, when these packages show up, it's going to show up with a Bible. It's going to show up with a book about how to get saved. Think of the people that are going to get saved through Amen. these packages. Amen. And we're going to give them the 91st Psalm that they can cling to and hold on to. This is our moment to shine. Amen. I was thinking as you were talking, Rick, and you were talking about Jesus coming back. So them receiving the word, them receiving the Bible, how to get saved, that's going to prepare them for when Jesus comes. Amen. They're going to go with him. Amen. Paul? I like it so much that we're able to give people food, something for their physical needs, and something for their spiritual needs. And this is going to open the doors to entirely new realms of ministries, ministry and relationship with people for years and years to come. So many people need help and attention. Well, we're believing that through these packages, revival's going to come. Amen. That's I what mean, I'm believing for. Those camps where people are now living, those camps need to be visited by the power Jesus of God. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer, and we're the answer. We have the answer. Denise. And the prayers. There's so many people praying just in our church alone, and I know what's going on in other churches, but people are meeting together. Women are calling women on the telephone. People are meeting together randomly and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying in tongues. You know, when you pray in tongues, we don't know how to pray, but when you pray in tongues, you, the Bible says you're praying the will of God. And we're praying for miracles as we're praying in other tongues. Andre? I'm thinking about the people that will be receiving these relief gifts. Of course, it's awful. It's unfair. Everything is happening to them. But we're telling them, God loves you. There is a God, and He cares about what's going on. And I'm that with every single gift, we'll be talking Amen. about God. Amen. And when we talk about studio, we believe that the conflict that's going on right now will stop. We'll feed these people that need help right now, and this situation will come to an end. 
Но студия, в которую мы вкладываемся прямо сейчас, и она многие годы продолжит, из нее продолжит выходить э, информация о Божьем Царстве. We're pleading the cause of the poor and the needy, according to Proverbs 31, verse 9. Please help us help them, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for watching this broadcast. For more information on product resources or to learn how you can partner with this ministry, please connect with us at renner.org. Also, please be sure to visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.